today. The absolute depravity happening at the pride parades over the weekend. Basically, I saw it. So now you have to as well. Also, Joe Biden is lawyering up and another fit athlete suddenly dies. But I'm sure there's nothing to see here. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and over the weekend, LGBT pride parades took place across the country and unshockingly, they featured children front and center at events absolutely no children should ever attend. Let's take a quick trip to New York City where they held a pride dyke march. TPUSA's Savannah Hernandez captured footage of hundreds of topless women, none of whom anyone would actually want to see topless, but that didn't stop these creatures from displaying their bodies in front of children who were, by the way, playing on floaties that Savannah said women at the event described as blow-up clitorises. Uh, I think it goes without being said that viewer discretion is advised. Watch. Wow, how liberating to sexualize yourself like that, to uh, create yourself into a sexual object. Amazing. You know, an empathizer would say, well, come on, maybe they just didn't see the children. Maybe the children were there on accident. Maybe the children were a deep fake, probably Russian misinformation. But whatever the case may be, these poor, oppressed people are not trying to sexualize children and indoctrinate them into their sex cult, except that they admitted it, again, in broad daylight on the streets of New York City. Watch. Had enough of New York? Need to vomit? Resist the urge because there's more. We're going to travel to Minneapolis, Minnesota, where a man participating in the degenerate, I'm sorry, I mean Pride Festival, began twerking in front of the all-ages crowd in his underwear for, like, literally no apparent reason at all. Watch. Those of you who are just listening on audio podcast are missing a uh, very old man in his tidy whities and a giant pot belly, literally just twerking in his nasty underwear. And I would just like to know why, why, why do they always look like this? You'll notice, by the way, those of you who were watching, he was directly in front of young children, shaking his ass in his Hershey stained underwear. And you're supposed to believe he's not a pedophile. Okay. Sure, Jan. And in perhaps the most shocking footage from over the weekend, although it's really hard to say, a group of grown men rode their bikes in the Seattle Pride Parade totally naked, exposing themselves to young children standing by. Watch.
do not let anyone tell you that's not what Pride Month is about or that's not what most of the Pride events are. These are rare occasions. All of that, everything that you just saw, is exactly what the LGBT movement is about. It is exactly what Pride Month has become, which is why those of us who are on the ground doing the work exposing this are uncovering more and more like it every single day. Pride isn't about acceptance or love or peace or inclusion. It is by its very nature celebrating sexual deviancy, sexual fantasies, hedonism, kinks. It is inherently sexual and they are exposing children on purpose so they can normalize it. You cannot make Pride Month about anything other than who someone chooses to screw, which I don't know, us normal people believe should stay in the bedroom. I remember a time when they used to call what I just showed you indecent exposure and grown ass men would get put on a sex offender list for the rest of their lives. Now it's just an annual celebration in a Democrat city near you, an expression of parental rights, freedom to destroy your children, destroy the youth, freedom to indoctrinate them into thinking something is wrong with their own bodies and chopping their breasts off. There aren't enough millstones in the world for everyone involved in this disgusting movement. Here to discuss this and more, a man who I think might have a few things to say about this, Yaku Buyans, host of The Bottom Line and Blaze TV contributor. Thank you. Yaku, um, are you surprised at all to see this? Unfortunately not. We're in a time, um, as we say in our film, it's no longer God bless America, it's God help America. Mm -hmm. And we are... We have crossed the tipping point, Sarah. Um, this is, so, we are a post-Christian nation. And that's a very difficult thing to say, but we are a post-Christian nation. We're a post-Christian culture. Um, let's just call a spade a spade. Lucifer, Satan, there's also flags this weekend where they say Satan loves us. Yes, he does. You're right about that. And he wants you to burn in hell. Mm -hmm. And that's where you're going. And your pastor may not tell you, but that's where you're going when you're sodomizing children and you're living in sexual devi deviancy and you're embracing the abomination of homosexuality. You are, that's where you're going. I'm just going to be real. And we're all sinners and we all need to make right. But this is glorifying it. This is not just me and my life and I want to live this way and marry a man. Oh, those days we dream of now. Could we go back there where they just want to get married? Now it's like, no, we must rob the souls of as many young people, the parents that take their children with a pride flag in hand. That is child abuse at the most egregious level. At the same week, the BBC is interviewing the Kenyan president and saying, are you a homophobe? And he says, homosexuality is not welcome here. And they said, how can you say that? And he said, you will respect our customs in our country. We're a Christian nation. Here we don't allow children to be sexualized and raped. And can I remind you that Vladimir Putin, maybe one of the worst guys on the planet, said, hey, us Russians, we're not going to rape children. We're not going to sexualize children. Ameri I'm sick and tired of the GOP. I'm sick and tired of Americans going, look how bad this is. Sarah gets the right to do that because she actually shows up. She actually gets out of this chair. She's not a virtual activist like most of you. Oh, I like it. Oh, it's horrible. You have to get so violently, vilely upset that you actually get inconvenienced and show up and put yourself in a line of fire like we do every day. And this is not a virtue signal. This is my life's work. And Sarah has the right 
to play a segment like that. More than any other newscaster, because you show up. You go in the line of fire. You've been, unfortunately, manhandled. So, Sarah, I'm sick and tired of an American culture that allows this to happen. Oh, they're so bad. Oh, LBGTQ, alphabet, Satanist demons manifesting, those from hell itself. Oh, they're so bad. We allow it. Mm -hmm. We have allowed it for years. We made Alfred Kinsey a champion. Praise God, one of our bills just defunded the Kinsey Institute. But we have allowed this because it's tolerance and it's this false love. That's not love. Mm -hmm. That's satanic. And I'm, I'm afraid it's so bad that no administration can stop it. No, Donald Trump does not stop this, okay? You the father and the mother, you who have family members that take their kids to this crap, you stop it. And it's going to get uncomfortable, Sarah. Mm-hmm. It's going to rip families apart. It's going to break relationships. It, churches are going to split. So they should. Yeah. So they should. The Methodist church is splitting again over this crap mm-hmm. because some in the Methodist church are saying, um, sorry, can't go there. And some saying, well, but we want to. Right, right. But Jesus somehow magically would be okay with it. Jesus loved everyone. So sorry, it's a rant. But by God, um, it's by His grace that I don't physically hurt people and harm people. I so I agree with you that we're it's not going to be solved by Washington D.C. because it's clear that uh, we don't have people. Well, first of all, I'm not sure that. I'm not sure what type of thing federally that can be done. I think that states should be, you know, passing laws all across the all across the board. But um, aside from that, I do think that it it, shaming works like I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Case in point, um, one of the moms who brought her child, her children to the Christmas drag queen tour that I uncovered and exposed um, with along with the work of Taylor Hansen, independent reporter Taylor Hansen, who was helping my organization defend our kids Texas. And um, one of the moms was like very upset that I exposed her bad parenting and tried to, you know, twist and, you know, twist and turn her way out of it by saying like, no, I didn't know that she was recording me. I didn't know she's manipulating the situation. And she goes on to, to cry and complain that She's concerned that she can't get a job in the education field because people have seen that video. So many millions of people have seen that video. And I'm like, good. She didn't get a job. Good. You shouldn't be working around kids. Because you know what happened? When I posted the video and people saw who she was and recognized her, they sent me messages saying, this is a woman who who has taught in ISDs in this area, who has exposed children to LGBT, to CRT, to all of these things that parents don't want their kids exposed to. And they already had those stories for me. We have 19, 19 counts of teachers in Dallas ISD over the last 12 years caught Mm red-handed in a parking lot with a minor, in a backseat with a minor, on school property uh, with a minor. Fernando... A friend of mine in Dallas who was the whistleblower hadn't been allowed to teach for five years in the state of Texas because he's a whistleblower about, hey, this guy's raping a child. All 19 of those teachers still teach today. They get sent to Euless, Bedford, Keller, for those of you who don't know, the surrounding cities around Dallas. It's like the Catholic priest. You sodomize a boy, we put you in a different parish. It's sick. It's disgusting. It's despicable. And that mom, a mom that takes her own child to Mm -hmm. this, Mm -hmm. oh, she's going to indoctrinate your child. 
Oh, for sure. I mean, come on. Yeah, if she's no, if she has no problem exposing her own children to An it. Excuse, like I didn't know Sarah's camera was running. You were there. Right. Right. With the child. Right. Well, I mean, I think, uh, you know, we we got footage from multiple different stops in Texas. And she's like, well, but that one was subtly different. And that ha- is like literally it was the same tour with the same people who went around and danced provocatively. And it was all sexually explicit. I don't know why you're trying to paint yourself as the victim here. Maybe just like take the L and say next time I'll just get a freaking babysitter. Yeah. I don't know. No, but she doesn't want a babysitter. She doesn't want a babysitter. She wants to indoctrinate her child. Her child is a means to her own end. Children have begun calling cards. These are sick, sick parents who need real help that now use their child to get attention. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That, that by essence, is abuse. Yeah, I agree. Um, And, and by the way, just, uh, you know, I said it already to the Fort Worth Star-Telegram as a quote. Hey, Blair, I'm not sorry at all, okay? All right. Got to take a break. Want to thank our sponsor, Eden Pure. So uh, the best-selling Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier uses proven oxy technology that quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, so much more. They've sold uh, hundreds of thousands of these. You know it works, and I know it works personally because we have them in my house. Um, Just a few seconds after you turn on that Thunderstorm air purifier, any sort of odor, you know, whether it be from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, uh, they just immediately disappear. I know this because I have a lot of smells in my house. We still, I have a toddler that's still in diapers. I have a prepubescent son. I have a billion animals at the zoo that I live in. And let me just tell you, the Thunderstorm air purifiers have come in really handy at our house because now it smells like a home and not a farm, which I really appreciate. Um, I highly encourage you guys to go to EdenPureDeals.com. Maybe you have animals, litter boxes. Maybe you have children. Maybe you just cook a lot of, uh, you know, vegetables or whatever in the kitchen and it just stinks up your whole kitchen. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Put in discount code Sarah. You're going to save $200. That is EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code Sarah. You can thank me later. So last week, uh, we talked about the House Ways and Means Committee uh, releasing this, I would say, pretty bombshell evidence that linked then-Vice President Joe Biden uh, to his son Hunter's influence peddling and pay-to-play, you know, bribery schemes uh, with, I would say, foreign governments, this one specifically China. Mm -hmm. So um, this was Hunter's shady dealings with CCP-linked Chinese business associate Henry Zhao. And in a WhatsApp message from July 30th, 2017, Hunter seemed to implicate his dad as being complicit in these deals, telling this guy, I am sitting here with my father and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand and now means tonight. Well, according to documents released by congressional investigators, uh, magically, a bank account linked to Hunter received more than $5 million in August 2017, shortly after his threatening text messages and like mafia style takedown, shakedown, I should say. Um, So this was a report that was published by the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee. And they showed that on August 4th, remember, he sent this message July 30th, August 4th, 2017, five days after the message, the CEFC Infrastructure Investment Chinese company wired $100,000 to Hunter's law firm, Owasco, and then 
some days later, August 8th, so four days later, CEFC sent another $5 million to Hudson West, a firm that Hunter opened with his Chinese associates. So that makes $5.1 million delivered to Hunter and, oh, I don't know, maybe the big guy, uh, within 10 days of the WhatsApp messages. I'm sure that that's just a coincidence, though. Yeah, yeah. and it's also a coincidence. Can I just start with, can we say quid pro quo? Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Can we just yes. say quid pro yes. quo, maybe? Wait, know? wait, wait. Hold on. Say it again. Quid pro quo. <gasps> How could you, Yaku? That is like the, we heard several years ago that that was the, the worst, worst, worst thing you could do. Very impeachable. That led to the 75-year prison sentence they want to tack on the bad orange man today, mm-hmm. right? Look, Sarah, uh, it's also very coincidental and ironic that you could trace the time of the message and what is believed that he was in fact not lying. His father was in the house mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. he was mm-hmm. when he typed, I'm sitting with my father. They've triangulated now and know, yes, Joe Biden was in fact pre- present. Hunter wasn't lying. The big guy was there, probably whispering in his ear, mm-hmm. speaking on behalf of the big guy. And $5.1 million appears. Now, the interesting thing is you need to look at all these players' associates. You yeah. know, the, the little LinkedIn the web, exercise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, you just go to LinkedIn and, well, who are they associating with? And you look at Zhang and the president, the chairman, and all of a sudden you say, uh-oh, it is every mm-hmm. CCP-controlled big corporation that happens to do business with, I don't know, maybe America, mm-hmm. Right. And, and it's probably the most egregious. If you're going to get paid off by somebody, or if there is a quid pro quo or a bribery scheme, China is our enemy. Right. Number one. Well, they're not Biden's enemy, that's for damn no, sure. No, they're not. <laughs> Which makes, if you're with them mm-hmm. and they're our enemy, it means you're our enemy. Yeah. That's treason. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think it's treason too. Well, I, it's, it's fascinating to watch Biden's... Um, regime, his administration backtrack now, because, you know, he's always maintained up until this point, he's always said, I've never discussed anything business related with my son. Let me, I will quote, I have never discussed with my son or my brother or with anyone else, anything having to do with their businesses, period. That is something that he said maintained repeatedly on the campaign trail while the White House is now walking that statement back and quietly changing the narrative from Biden never discussing Hunter's business dealings to Joe Biden is not in business with his son. So just, just, you know, a little change of the narrative here now that there are certain things are being uncovered. I want to read a tweet from uh, NBC News reporter Monica Alba. She said, as a White House spokesman, as we have said many times before, the president was not in business with his son. As we have also said many times before, the Justice Department makes decisions in its criminal investigations independently. And in this case, the White House has not been involved. Hmm. Interesting to see that narrative, that little that little tweak shift every time there's more truth that gets, uh, you know, displayed for the American people. I want to play for you a quick clip of Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, who says that uh, Joe Biden apparently has lawyered up after all this. Watch. Joe Biden has hired an attorney. Good morning, everyone. This is your morning update with Battleground MTG. And you know, I don't often agree with Joe Biden, but I do agree with his decision to hire an attorney. And that's because we have uncovered so much information 
that will lead to his impeachment. But if we had a real Department of Justice, one that actually cared about our laws and justice, then I would argue that Joe Biden will go to jail as well. I don't disagree with her. Should go to jail. Do you remember I did not have sexual relations mm -hmm. with this woman? Mm -hmm. Does it sound familiar? Deny, deny, deny. Tell the American people what they want to hear. They don't want to hear that a president took a bribe. Because that means the fox is in the hen house and we've actually lost our state. They'd rather hear that this is a conspiracy theory on the right, the house is in order, status all is well in America. And so he tells them, I had nothing to do. I'd never discussed business with my son mm -hmm. or my brother for that matter. Maybe we should look into his brother, you know? It's like a confessional. Oh, there's a whole lot there too. Oh, there's a whole lot there. So MTG, I agree, but I don't think he goes to jail. Not, not in this climate. Not with this DOJ. They can't even, they can impeach him, but they can't remove him, kind of like what happened with Trump, right? right? We're here now, they've got the Senate. But I'm telling you, even if we, I'd argue this, Sarah, and I know this is way out there, okay? Even if we had the Senate today, Lindsey Graham, okay, Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, they don't have the gonads to do something like that, to actually remove a sitting president. They wouldn't even do it. Which is, I would say, exactly, the, like, you have just summarized the exact problem with the GOP today. Yes, yes. Because uh, did they not, did they forget that we just lived through the other side doing it not once, but twice? Yes. Over far less? Without thinking. Well, oh, a phone call. They slept like a baby at night. A phone call, and they doubled down. A and, and but that's what gets me. I like. I, and I they feel went like after his daughter. Ivanka had a close business. The, yeah. Uh, uh, Melania Barron. Do you remember what mm -hmm. they did to Barron Trump? I do. I mean, come on. I do. But like the irony and the audacity of these people to impeach Donald Trump for doing what? What was the phone call in reference to? The corruption of Joe Biden <laughs> and Ukraine. Yes. And that's what it's like the audacity of these people to do that because he was uncovering the corruption that you guys are hearing about right freaking now. And they impeached the guy over it. They want to throw him in prison for 75 years. And Lindsey Graham and uh, Kevin McCarthy are like, well, we don't want to be mean. We did a deal. We just raised the debt ceiling. We're going to grow yeah. government slower, right. Sarah. Right, right. Well, it's still going to grow. It's going to grow it slower. But slower. So it's fine. That's that's conservatism these can days. Can you say, can you say teenage girl crime backstabbing? That's what's yeah. happening. The GOP is stabbing you in the back every single day. Big government, but instead of being morbidly obese, it's just obese. That's basically what they're saying. <laughs> All right, we gotta uh, take a quick break. We'll be back with more, but we wanna thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. So Relief Factor is there for those of you who, uh, you know, maybe you have arthritis, maybe you have back problems, uh, disc problems, whatever the case may be, you need to try Relief Factor. I love Relief Factor. It works for me with the discs in my back that I've got. Well, I had a lot of issues, all right? And um, Relief Factor works because it targets the inflammation that is actually the root cause of your pain. It's all natural, and it was created by doctors who said, I guess they were like, you know what? We're tired of people coming in here. We got we to gotta dish out a prescription that they're, you know, they could possibly get addicted to. We got to dish out something that maybe will make them feel better temporarily, and then they're just going to be in pain again. We want to give these people a real solution. You got to try Relief Factor. Try the three-week quick start. It's 1995, and 70% of the people who buy it, reorder it because it's working for them. So make sure you go to relieffactor.com. It can change your life, relieffactor.com.
professional basketball player from the Dominican reportedly died suddenly last Thursday from a heart attack while performing a stress test at a health center in the Dominican Republic. This is 28-year-old Oscar Cabrera Adamas, who had previously collapsed on the court during a game. And according, like, directly to him, the COVID vaccine was specifically to the blame. Uh, we're going to throw up a Facebook post that... Those of you watching will see it's obviously in Spanish, so I'm going to give you the rough English translation. Uh, I got a damn myocarditis from putting a effing vaccine in my arm. Uh, I got two doses of Pfizer, and I knew it. Many people warned me, but guess what? It was compulsory or I couldn't work. I am an international professional athlete, and I am playing in Spain. I have no health problems, nothing, not hereditary, no asthma, nothing. I suddenly collapsed to the ground in the middle of a match and almost died. I'm still recovering, and I've had 11 different cardiology tests done, and guess what? They find nothing. I have no cholesterol, no fat, nothing. 7% body fat and 93% muscle. When they gave me the diagnosis, they told me that I won't be able to play for at least five months until my heart goes down again, and they can't give me that medicine, which, of course, uh, presumably he means the vaccine again. Um, <clears throat> I just, I, I can't stress enough how angry this makes me mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. this is a game to the other side who, who try to mince words and say, nobody forced the vaccine. The vaccine wasn't forced. Well, I mean, it was because you're threatening this man with his entire livelihood, his entire career that he has been working for his entire life, presumably, because you want him to get an injection that even now CDC, the old CDC director, Rochelle Walensky, admitted after the fact, after you had all of these people inject themselves with it, admitted it does not uh, stop you from getting covid and it does not stop you from transmitting covid. Okay, so if you guys, if you yahoos out there want to make the argument, whoa, but it helps, it helps keep you out of the hospital if you get sick. You know what else helps? Having 7% body fat and 93% muscle. That helps too, but that didn't stop you guys from pressuring and forcing all of these companies, all of these organizations, all of these states to, uh, I'm sorry, Joe Biden himself to mandate people take this and people are still dying and it just, it is so enraging to me that they still, I mean, they will never, they will never pay for that. They will never admit to it. They will never take responsibility for it. There will be no accountability. They're, we're just, they're just going to pretend like none of this ever happened and we're all going to carry on our way, but with uh, millions less people, actually. And not because they died from COVID, by the way. No, nobody died from COVID. Okay. Well, Peter McCullough would, just, just for our YouTube overlords, According to Peter McCullough, the overwhelming majority of COVID cases should have been cleared up if doctors would have treated yes. them early. Yes. All right. I want to talk about two cases real quick. My brother, my blood brother, Bjorn, former professional athlete, 3% body fat, 97% muscle, one kidney functioning. So he lives a clean life. He needs kidney surgery. They tell him, if you don't take the vaccines, we don't give you the kidney surgery. So you don't take the vaccines, so you die. My brother takes the Pfizer vaccines, both of them, fights for his life for 13 days in ICU, almost 30 days intensified medicine, with a 50% myocarditis, by the way, onset, they call it athlete's heart, myocarditis, 
Still today, it has transformed his life forever. He pulls through by God's grace only by the skin of his teeth, okay, fighting for his life, 100% the vaccine. Rob Skiba, Dallas resident, his wife just wrote a book on this, on the eugenics program. And yes, I said it. I'm sorry if YouTube, the overlords get you. It is a eugenics program. This is a program where they know they make more money because of the vaccine than they even make through the vaccine because they literally put people on death row. And you're going to be sick. And if you don't die, you're going to have serious complications. You're going to need a whole bunch of different medicine. It's about 500 billion a year they get to make. Her husband, she claims, was killed in the hospital. Do you know, they took my mom in. My sister calls me. My mom go in. My mom has one kidney. She goes in for a, a UTI. UTI, they swab her cheek. They say, oh, COVID, she's got no symptoms. She's on a bed, on a gurney. My sister shows up. She's there for a UTI. Next right. minute, there's an IV in her arm. The doctor says, hey, we're starting COVID protocol. Mm -mm. My sister calls me. She goes, Yaku, what is that? I said, ask the doctor what's COVID protocol. He says, remdesivir. No. Remdesivir right away. We broke my mom out of the hospital. This is a fact. My mom showed up at home with an IV in the back, still in her arm. We broke her. The cops got sent to my mom's house. By the hospital, if we did not know, the Franklin police chief, who, who told his deputies, listen, turn around. You're not taking this woman. They we're going to take her back to the hospital. No. Fact, fact. This is a fact. Broke my mom. Like, How did I not know this? <laughs> because I don't talk much about that stuff. My sister's on the phone. She goes, what do I do? I said, you do this. And if they won't leave, you start a fire in the bathroom. You take toilet paper. I teach how to start a fire. Tell the doctor you want privacy. You want to go to the bathroom. My mom wants to go to the bathroom. Nurse just got to clear. And then you make a run for it. And literally had my brother-in-law go broke my mom out of the hospital. Or they would have put her on remdesivir. Next thing you're intubated. You're on a ventilator. Mm -hmm. Go look at the statistics of people that go on a ventilator. How many of them pulled through? Mm -hmm. Well, right. Which is, which is your point entirely when you say, uh, you know, there's some there's some nuance there when you say nobody died specifically from COVID. The Correct. nuance is the doctors were letting you get so sick until you couldn't breathe and your oxygen levels. Now were... you have pneumonia. Right. Oh, by the way, they gave you remdesivir, which shut your right. kidneys down right. Right. for an inflammatory right. disease. Your exactly. kidneys get rid of inflammation. Yeah. So why was remdesivir the first protocol? Talk to Peter McCullough. He's the expert. Yes. He'll tell you. Yes. The protocol was not to get the patient healthy. That's not how you would do it. Well, why could that possibly be? You know, in something completely unrelated, I also know that in order to get an emergency use authorization for a vaccine, you can't have any sort of uh, workable treatments already there. That's right. You have to have no treatments. Right. Which means a bunch of doctors, people came to them and said, hey, I'm COVID positive. What do I do? I'm not feeling too great. And the doctor said, you know what? Go home. Wait until you get sicker. Wait until you can't breathe. Come in here. Right. We'll put an IV in you. We'll give you some remdesivir. And then when you really start going into failure, we'll put in a vent. And then guess what? You're never going to get that vent taken out. I mean, until you're dead, because that's exactly how the process worked. Um, and on top of that, the uh, hospitals got paid extra if they gave them remdesivir and if they had a COVID-related COVID death. But, uh, but uh, I'm not... There's no connection there. At the same time, Big Pharma 
shame Joe Rogan mm -hmm. taking he taking a horse steroid. Mm -hmm. They basically villain, vilify which a, which was a lie, by the way, hundred percent a lie. Miss yeah. Mischaracterization I mean, of the, come of the on. medication. Chloroquine and, and this stuff we've been taking for ages. Mm -hmm. But it's too cheap, Sarah. Right. Can't make money off of it. Right, right. And oh. it doesn't help the program. It actually makes people better. Also, the doctors who were saying, hey, we're seeing a major... Um a major dif difference in patients who have high vitamin D levels and patients who have Zinc. low. Vitamin D. Well, that is way too cheap. Low body fat. Way Exercise. too cheap. Big pharma cancer. No, 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 but we had Cuomo entice people to take a vaccine and they win what? A hamburger. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. You take the vaccine, we give you a Big Mac. Yeah. We'll kill you twice. Right, right, yeah. Oh, yeah, trust the government uh, on health, all right? They, they want you to be really healthy and not sick and dependent on the state at all. Uh, speaking of which, I want to uh, take a moment to thank our sponsor here, Jace Medical. So um, I want you to picture what it would be like if all of a sudden the global medication supply, the you know supply chain of antibiotics just maybe disappeared right before our very eyes. Yaku was talking about his mom who went in for a UTI. Mm -hmm. What they give you? If she had Jace case at home, she could, would not have with even her medication, and she gets UTIs. When you have one kidney, you get UTIs. It's mm -hmm. just part of her mm -hmm. life. And you know when you get it. You feel it. It's coming yes. on, right? You know if when you get it. She has a Jace case. A thank you, Jace case. And my mom's getting a Jace case. She wouldn't have to go to the yep. crazy hospital. Yep. Yep. Exactly right. So this these this is for not just supply chain issues, but for people who, if you get UTIs, you're prone to UTIs. Maybe you're prone to respiratory infections. Maybe you're prone to ear infections, or you've got a kid who's prone to ear infections. You need this. It's a pack of five different courses of antibiotics that you can use to treat a lot of those things like we just mentioned. And the thing is, I mean, Yaku just, do you want to go to the hospital? Do you trust the staff there? Did you see how they handled COVID? over two years. Did you see that? If you don't want that to be you, you need to go to jacemedical.com. Enter code NEWS at checkout. That is promo code NEWS at jasemedical.com. Pop singer Demi Lovato, uh, who has, I think, her own personal issues. I know she's gone from, like, non-binary, uh, wow. identifying as they, them, to back to, like, I guess I'm just going to be a she because it got too difficult to explain to people because it was just, I just suspended reality to call myself that. Uh, she released a new song called Swine to protest the one-year anniversary of Roe versus Wade being overturned. She wrote on Instagram, uh, it's been one year since the Supreme Court's decision to dismantle the constitutional right to a safe abortion. That is not true. It was never a constitutional right. And although the path forward will be challenging, we must continue to be united in our fight for reproductive justice. I created Swine to amplify the voices of those who advocate for choice and bodily autonomy. Um, and <clears throat> we're going to play a clip here. I don't I haven't seen the clip. I don't know that I want to see it, but I'm forced to see it. Uh, and you are, too. I'm going to read these lyrics here that I'm just going to warn you are not child friendly. It says, God forbid I want to suck whatever the F I want to. God forbid I want to F whoever the F I want. Uh, F what I think. I don't know a thing. The government knows my body. And here is, I'm a little nervous. Here's some of the video.
So it's not lost on me that everyone there was in black mm -hmm. and she was dressed in red. Mm -hmm. I wonder what the significance of that is. So the symbolism mm -hmm. is always significant. So mm -hmm. she's dancing for the overlord. She's mm -hmm. dancing for what I, and again, you hear me say, just go look at the committee of 13. She's dancing for those. She's in red because she's the sacrificial lamb. She is literally telling you, I trade my soul for fame. Scripture says, don't cast your pearls before swine. swine. Okay? They will cast children before Satan. It's what they have to do. It's how they get access and power. Mm -hmm. And she is a complete, sadly, soul sellout. Mm -hmm. That girl is in serious trouble. Yeah, that was downright satanic. Satanic. Uh, all of it. Yeah. And um, I, I, do, I, feel, I feel bad for her. Mm -hmm. I feel very bad for her because I think that she... She doesn't know how to get out. She doesn't. She Look, she grew up in the industry and, you know, I think that that does things to someone before they're quite ready to be an adult. And, yeah, I mean, the, can you throw that up on the screen, please, right there? Her, that, that picture right there that's on. Yes. Oh, I just meant the picture, but that's okay. It's possession. Um, it, yeah, she does look possessed. That is, that's not a healthy person. That's not a sane person. Um, and you really, honestly, there's a lot of anger there. And it's just that you really shouldn't be that angry about not having the ability to kill your own child. And if you look at her outfit in the whole environment, it's a little bit of a throwback to, to just the other day with Sam Smith. And Sam mm -hmm. Smith dressing mm -hmm. up as Satan, and mm -hmm. it's this parade and the performance of being the blood sacrifice. Look, people, people really, Sarah, and I, I'm going to go into this deep here. People don't understand the power of blood. Historically, it's blood sacrifice, whether it's in the Jewish community, the Ark of the Covenant, the, the, you know, the temple, the backside of the temple, the mercy seat. It's a sprinkling of blood, which is why Jesus had to come, and through blood we are redeemed. And Satan knows that, and they... They shed blood. Don't for one second think we just fight child sex tra trafficking at Jacobian's ministries. We're talking about satanic ritual abuse on children is now a third of sex trafficking cases in America. Where we go into an apartment and there's pentagrams on the floor, mm. blood on the walls, dead chickens. The girls are forced to engage in satanic ritual abuse while they're being physically abused. This is America today. And you've got people like Demi that tell the youth that this is cool and subliminally in the subconscious mind, just push them off the cliff. Mm -hmm. And again, honestly, so going back to the fact that this whole song is, is dedicated to protesting the Killing one year babies. anniversary, right, yeah. of, of Roe versus uh, Wade being overturned. It's just, I, I feel so bad and also infuriated with the next generation, with these younger females who are so easily um, manipulated and tricked into thinking that like, oh, abortion is banned. 
I would love it if that were the case, but it's not. It's you not. can go to states that will literally fund your entire trip there so that you can do that at whatever month during the baby's development that you would like to do that. Like, that exists. There are companies who will gladly pay for it. By the way, they're not paying for it because they give a crap about you. They're paying for it because they want you to stay at work rather than take maternity leave and have children, just so you're clear. Um, and so it's just all of these women think, oh, my God, we're so oppressed. Yeah. This is a war on females, which, by the way, what is a woman? But um, it's just fascinating because it's like there, there are still way too many abortions happening in this country. Sarah, the constitutional illiteracy in America is, is riveting. I know. We are the least informed of our rights of any nation on earth. I mean, you could find a kid in the middle of Africa and he's going to tell you what's right and wrong with his government. Here, they tell you they banned abortion. It was never a constitutional right to kill a human being. It should never have been adjudicated in Dallas, Texas, mind, mind mm -hmm. you. And in an Austin by the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court merely said, you know what? We way overstepped yeah. in 72, 73, right? We're giving it back to the states. The states. Nothing was banned. Mm -hmm. Kevin Stitt, however, in Oklahoma said, oh, we're not going to kill babies in Oklahoma. Right. That's up to the individual states. But it's a lie. And they don't know. It's like oh, this, this whole premise, her whole song is based on a lie. Mm -hmm. The lie that they took this from you. I want to live in an America, Sarah, where even if a state says you can abort, the women so value life that they don't want to. Yeah. That's the America I fight for, yeah. where life has value. From conception, and I argue God knew you before he cra crafted you in the womb, so from conception you have value. But Demi, um, sadly, what she doesn't know She's going to accelerate abortions, and that's going to be on her. She's going to answer for it. She will answer for it someday. All right, we got to take a quick break. We will be right back. Well, Kamala Harris gave a speech over the weekend in North Carolina, and um, she... Boy, let me just remind everyone, This is, you are like, Joe Biden, he kicks the bucket, God forbid, I don't want him to die, but he's not doing great. And we are just like one step away, an inch away from this woman being president who can't even, like, she just laughs at everything. She can't even converse with people. She can't even give speeches because just everything she says is the funniest thing ever to her. Watch. It's not funny. Why are you laughing? Thank you all. <laughs> For a while, it got better. I felt like her yeah. her staff was like, "Hey, so here's the thing. Maybe um, they you just sound like an imbecile. Maybe they just medicated her. I don't know. I think well." They might want to ease back. They want to ease back on them. Maybe it's. I think they're over medicating her. Something. <laughs> I mean, she's like the evil queen in a Disney movie. She's to what you would think of this evil queen that that has nothing really to say and just laughs at at, at things. Uh, I do want to say this though. I love when you go after Kamala <laughs> because she's also our border czar and she's doing a really good job. Oh man, yeah, she's doing a great job at leaving the borders open if that was her goal. Great right. job, mission accomplished.
stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.